Hey guys, welcome to That Game Show, the show that talks about all the stuff in the nerd world and all the stuff in between. I am your host, Chase Bunker. Joining me today, he is the half-Asian sensation. It's Curtis Coe. Hello, everyone. He is player three, has entered the game. It's Daniel Clegg. Hi, friends. And one name to rule them all, it's Murph Murphy. How's it going, guys? Yes, thank you guys very much for joining me on the panel, and thank you guys very much for watching or listening, if you're listening to us via podcast or watching us on YouTube. Thank you for making us a part of your day. All right, so last week we had a little fun talking about obscure facts about my life and some of the <laughs> things that I like. I'm sober now, which is good, because <laughs> I went to we went to Chili's to celebrate, and needless to say, like I had almost every girly drink on the menu. As we all expected. So you, yes. You, ex- you celebrated... Oh, because it was your birthday. I thought you were celebrating yeah. the fact that you had the quiz. And I was like, wow. Uh, narcissism <laughs> runs. This is a deep vein. That is a good thing oh, to clarify, I suppose. That is... Yes. Um, but, like, all... If you look at, like, all the drinks that I had, you would think that I'm, like, preparing for a Sex in the City marathon. <laughs> hey. Like, it was... It, it was pretty bad. Like, I had, like, a former high school cheerleader. She's like, I like this drink. This is delicious. Like, give it to me. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, liquor's quicker or something. Yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, I like, I felt great. Like, I will say that. Some other pithy, rhyming li- liquor thing. Yes. Um, all right. So we got lots to talk about, not including my drinking. Um Cliff Blazinski's uh, new gaming company, Boss Key Productions, unveiled the new the trailer to their newest game, Lawbreakers, where it come where it looks as if it's an arena shooter. We have cert, uh, different characters with different style of guns and different types of play styles. Um, those who do not know Cliff Blazinski, the creators he is the creator of Unreal Tournament and Gears of oh, War. That's so where guys, we're from. okay, yes. What do you? What did you think of Lawbreakers? We'll start off with Curtis Coe. Uh, I think it's a difficult market. I I don't think it's a good market necessarily for him to be putting this out at this exact minute. Um, you're going against Overwatch. You're going against Battleborn. Battleborn, and yeah, you're exactly. You're going against also that really Team Fortress terrible Two, looking, which is still live. Terrible looking one from Bethesda that nobody cares about. Um, There's one by Bethesda. Yeah, it's um, it's like oh, gosh, I'll, find it. It. I'll find it. I'll find it. It, it, it just looks super janky and awful. Um, Speaking of janky and awful, I see Murph's opinion already with all the clanking and everything. <laughs> Battle all right, Cry. Is what it's Battle Cry. So um, I think it looks really solid. Um, but again, at the same time, I really wish he would have released this maybe a year ago because it would have been a huge leg up. And I think it's going to be really tough. I think Overwatch is probably coming out this year. And if he doesn't hold off on it, it's going to be a tough market, especially if Overwatch and Battleborn have already found their audiences. I feel like Overwatch is not going to come out this year, seeing as they don't even have a beta yet. When is is. uh, Battleborn supposed to be coming out? I think it's kind of waiting and seeing, too. Uh, February 9th of next year. Okay, so early next year. Okay. I think we will see Overwatch beta this year. Uh, Yes, I definitely agree with that. And so I'm that would be actually, October. I'm going to actually disagree that that the that the the market is flooded with this, and it might be flooded. But if you if you can have if we can have Dota and LOL and Smite sure. and Heroes of the Storm, I I kind of think that games aren't really don't follow kind of a traditional uh, competition model. I think it's actually more of a well if 
this kind of game gets popular, it's going to raise the popularity of all the games in that genre. So actually, I think this counterintuitively, this might be the perfect time to release Lawbreakers with all of the other uh, arena shooters that are arena coming shooters, out. Arena shooters, right? I guess that's what you call them. Yeah, especially when like movie companies do this all the time, like with White House Down yeah. and Olympus Has Fallen. Like they'll take something and like you'll see another company like. Do something really, with really it. quickly, and I just want to touch on this as well. Do we know if Lawbreakers is a free-to-play game, or is it a um, is it a full price sixty-dollar game? Uh, I haven't heard anything saying it was I will, free-to-play. I will look, and that could be a huge leg up for them. Oh in yeah, some that, ways. that could be a huge differentiator. Yeah, because if they come out with a completely polished, perfect thing where all the characters are free straight up, and it's like a forty-dollar game, and you have to pay like, I'm sorry, I, I still don't like Blizzard's money method. Like they're charging what, like ten, fifteen bucks per character on? Yeah, like that's on a bit heroes, ridiculous. That? Well, on heroes, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, ten bucks per character, unless you, yeah. you know, buy it with in-game currency. How much is it on League? On League, you can get it anywhere. I think it's about the same. I think about it maybe could be seven, about the maybe. same, but generally the money yeah. for skins and stuff is a little more expensive on heroes, if I remember correct. I might be wrong on that. I feel like Heroes is just a little bit more pricier than League, but I think it's because of the fact that we're actually seeing a dollar. I think it's amount. also a little more polished though than League in some ways. But we can get into that. This is we can get very to true. That. That'll be sorry. I, yeah, I that's interrupted a topic you for later. No, no, that's no, that's you. You took it exactly where I wanted to. Um, but I, I do want to take this just to talk about a little bit about the other two games, specifically Battleborn. I'm actually not too psyched about Battleborn at all. It kind of looks. Eh? I feel like because it's by Gearbox, Gearbox to me has made some great games in Borderlands 2, but it's also made some awful games in Duke Nukem Forever and Aliens Colonial Marines. Yeah, it's... So I feel like there's, unless it has the term Borderlands in it, I'm not fully sold yet on Battleborn. Well, I mean, this is like, Battleborn, from what I can tell, is very, 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 very much like a Borderlands. Like, maybe... They're trying. They're, they, they keep saying badass in like every trailer. It's like we get it. You you want to be Borderlands. It, it's, I, I believe the it's like a first person shooter MOBA is what they keep on describing it as. Yeah, yeah. MOBA. And a lot yes. of people have said the competitive mode is great, but there's a cooperative mode that you can play that's objective based. And a lot of people came out of pack. They were starting off at Pax Prime, and a lot of people came out of that saying it wasn't that great. Oh. So that's a lingering concern, I guess. What's the other? They, Granted, there's another one. It's at, it's at PAX. Go ahead, Murph. What we saying? They can fix everything. I think Murph. I mean, we're also just to add more onto the pile. I think what's there's one called Gigantic coming out that's very similar. I think I saw I that. Think in so um, here, hold on, I'll, I'll find it. Um, and, and there's one that's kind of a survival. It's kind of a cross between. Uh, uh, Rust in a, like a MOBA. I can't remember the name of that one, but I hear I hear early buzz about that as well. You talking so, about dinosaur I, one? I think we're all no. agreeing that there's a lot of different products coming to this market, and clearly some are going to fail, some are going to succeed. Yeah. I think what differentiates yeah. this one from the others that are upcoming is its emphasis on gravity defiance. Right? It's all about jetpacks and hover. Uh, craft and it's like tribes. Yeah, it has a tribes feel to it. Yeah. For sure. So if it's all about 3D movement, you know, uh, uh, yeah. which I guess some games like Overwatch have a little bit of that, where some people can, uh, you know, rocket boost or climb up buildings or whatever. But if every character, which looked like in the trailer of uh, Lawbreakers, if every character has some sort of gravity-defying mechanism to them, mm-hmm. that that could really make the game different. Yeah. The one thing that stands out, but 
with me and Lawbreakers is the fact that like I look at um I look at Battleborn. It's a multiplayer game made by Gearbox who hasn't really had much opportunity with like the multiplayer genre. Blizzard mm-hmm. knows how to do multiplayer, but this is a completely different genre in and of itself. This is in Cliffy B's wheelhouse. That, like he knows how to do true. arena shooters, he knows how to do competitive shooters, and so this will I think like with him doing it, like I have more faith in him with Lawbreakers than I do with um a Battleborn, so well, to say. Well do you feel like his name being tied to the project is kind of like Kojima being tied to a project where there's that instant recognizability of the name and people respect that and will flock to it. I don't think that's the case here. I think it is in some case because I think his his pull isn't with like like I love Unreal Tournaments. It's my favorite shooter of all time and everything. But I think his name yeah. is more tied to Gears of War and I think that's where the people are going to flock from is Gears of War, not Unreal Tournament. Yeah. Which is sad, because I, I hate it when people are like, oh, the creators of Gears of War is like, and Unreal Wait, Tournament! a really good job on those games, and those games are really polished as well. So, and very yeah. prominent in people's mind right exactly. now, because they're remastering it and re-releasing it. Which I right? heard was yeah. not But at the good. same time, it's like saying, from the, uh, from Bungie, the creators of Destiny, and Halo! <laughs> Halo is more freshly in their mind. I mean, when when did he make the last Unreal Tournament? It was 04, wasn't it? Or 07. Oh, uh, no, yeah, it was Unreal Tournament 3, but yeah, it yeah. came out, like, it came out in So, seven. I mean, that's what, at this point, eight years ago? <sighs> if you want to put I'm dates just, on it, just yeah. saying, that I, want, I want to point that out, that the last time he made an Unreal Tournament game, it was not terribly, amazingly received. But also, the last Bungie game came out, the last Bungie Halo what game. What was the last Bungie game? Three. 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 Okay. Three. Okay. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's the only that that's the only argument I can say that's about true. that. Um, let, let's let's go do some heavy, heavy speculating. <laughs> of the three, which one are you more excited for with Overwatch, Battleborn, mm. or Lawbreakers? Overwatch. From what we've seen Overwatch. so far, no question. Yeah. I like I like the visual style of that because it's stylized, you know? It's not just the hyper-realistic graphics that I saw in Lawbreakers, which looks cool, but I like yeah. the variety of character types that I saw that came with the stylized uh, art, uh, art, I guess. Yeah, art style. They, they got a talking monkey, right? You're not going to see that true. in Lawbreakers. This is also very I mean, true, yeah. also, like, Blizzard has yet to make a game that I don't like. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Did I do the, do the negatives on that right? Every game Blizzard has put out, I have liked. Put it that right. way. That's like, true. Na- yeah. Name a bad, uh, name a bad Blizzard game. Starcraft sixty four. Blackthorn. Oh, Starcraft okay. sixty four. I don't think that was even a bad game. Bad I've been a bad, bad port. <laughs> You're right. But I mean, I'm like, I'm like, what was it? Because um, my friend Ryan and I we were looking at like other heroes that could be on Heroes of the Storm, and I'm looking back to like all the previous games that aren't Lost Vikings and like Blackthorn what is, what is or Blackthorn I actually don't even know Blackthorn. Blackthorn, it was, they were under the name um, Silicon and Synapse yeah, or something right. like that. But it's an RPG, oh. um, it's like an action RPG kind of. Castlevania-esque, it looks like. Yeah. Indian with a gun, is that what I'm seeing on the... T- mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, that's I mean, 90s I mean, right Starcraft there. 64. Hopefully the new Here's the Storm champion that's not from Starcraft Diablo. 64 being called a bad game is like calling Batman Arkham Knight PC 
port a bad game. Uh, the PC well, version well, of a bad game. No, it's it a great is. game. Well, it it's is. a crappy port of the game. No, right? it's it's. By the way, Clay, play that I yet? Tried yet Chase. <sighs> that's what I'm getting at. Much. In my mind, if you screw up, you screw up, and that's how it is. Yeah, but it, it's an N64. Yeah. What do you want? I, oh, N64. Ooh. Well, granted, like. I love the N64. Yeah, I have, Granted, I have there no was the nostalgia, and I'm older than you guys. So, like, what do you... That's fair. That is also That's very fair. true. Not a, not a good system. Like, bad what's... controller, bad system. I'll give you bad controller, like, but there's also, like, some things about the N64. Like, I didn't realize, like, the N64, like, compared to, like, the PlayStation, like, certain games, like, they would be the same game, but, like, the N64 would cut out, like, so oh, yeah. many cutscenes. Because mm, it couldn't And it's like, I didn't know something. some of these things. It well, it's like it, it didn't have the data. It, it just doesn't have the power. Like you right, know, yeah. it's or the, yeah. the storage space really is the huge. Like if you take a cart versus a CD, like right. And just kind of on a weird topic, yeah. really quick about the N sixty four versus the PlayStation. You have to admit that the PlayStation did revolutionize the consoles more than the N sixty four did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah especially. Well, I, I'm not gonna say with disc yeah. gaming, but like, uh, but it's graphically it was mm-hmm. good. But I think like they both had their equal. Mascots, I guess they to had say. games that made them special. We'll just end right. With that. Yeah, it's like both had like their really good games, both had their really awful games as well. as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. well, so, yeah. I'm not going to guys. I, I'd be technically biased. What do you guys whatever. think about the payment models for these games? Do you think we're going to get a situation where we get one game that's just a buy it and play it, one that's free to play where you do microtransactions, and one where you buy it and do microtransactions, or do you think they're all going to follow each other? And we're going to get a single market where they're all free to play with microtransactions, for Here, example. Here's what I'm betting, okay? I know for a fact Battleborn is free to play. We know for a fact probably Overwatch is free to play. We don't know model, that at all. They haven't we, said anything. Their last two games mm-hmm. that they have put out have been six, wildly successful in a free to play model. That's true. That's, and it that's makes true. total sense for them to continue that, as in t- where TF2 made more money when it went free to play than it did when it was a paid game. This is all true. But we don't know for sure. It, I, I yeah, think it's fedable. I, I mean, it, it, it would be smart if I'm they not did do the it. Lottery tomorrow, so like, yeah. Like I hate to say it, we are in the post free to play era or the the free to play era. I guess like, it, yeah. This is how ga- like Metal Gear Solid Five has free to play aspects. What? Right. But what? it's a completely optional thing in there. I've right. heard it's just kind of some side thing multiplayer. It's the multiplayer, but yeah. still, you can you can spend a dollar ninety nine and get some kind of like yeah. um, off base bucks or something like some space <laughs> money thing. Base bucks, in the words of Jim Sterling, F Konami. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, which but I hear by the way that um I hear Phantom Pain is it's like good. the most glorious. It is, I've game, heard it's good. Like recent years. Good, no, that's, that, that's, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, free-to-play is here to stay until they come yeah. up with some more ridiculously ha. evil, like, model where you have to give blood and they sell your blood. And they're like, oh, look at all this blood we've got. Bloodborne. And then Bloodborne 2. <laughs> and then Bloodborne 2 comes, comes out. Every time you die, it takes a little bit of blood from you. My God. Wasn't that actually a game at some point where... No, it's called Pain Pong. I have played said game before. It's Electroshock. No, there was was a a fake Kickstarter that did... That's what it was, right. And and every time something happened, you'd be playing and giving blood, like, for charity. Oh, okay. Which is a great cause, but couldn't get behind the idea of every time something bad happens to you in the game... 
it was definitely it was a prank kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think they actually had a campaign, but it was a fake campaign. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Or oh. yeah. yeah. Just to get back on topic, I believe actually Cliffy Bees will probably be a paid model, as in you will have to pay for the game because he's in a new studio. They need to make money fast. I think that's the best way to make money fast. Yeah. Mm. I, it is, but like it makes you kind of wonder how are they access, like, how do you pull access. that off? No, I, you know they might start with that paid model, but then I bet some costume DLC is going to creep in. Yeah, they're going to then then six months later after they've sold all they're going to sell, they'll make it do they'll do the star wars the old republic model where oh the game's free now now or it was whatever and you get a bonus if you were a you know initial subscriber thanks for bringing back that now it's now it's free to play like you you can gosh old republic was so good until they until ea screwed it up like that is something like i will like till the day i die blame ea for wrecking i don't care about sim city i don't care about the sims but man you butchered the hell out of the old republic yeah but that's for another, for another day mm-hmm. it's still it's going. somehow still running so is champions online but that really doesn't mean uh, anything that, so that, is that, dc that universe is gonna pick right back up this december with a certain movie release just saying I yeah I, I hope so. Like, I want it to succeed because I felt like at one point it was the best MMO. Like, I thought it was better than World no, of Warcraft, no, but like, then, uh, except minus, uh, it was good until you reached 50, uh, and then you had zero endgame, and that's where World of Warcraft kind of excelled yeah, I at. Think, I think, uh, honestly, objectively, World of Warcraft is the best MMO. Like, by any yeah, any real measure. Like, like, yeah, I, I, now there's now there's taste of, of course yes, and so of course. you could not like the aesthetic but like in terms of subscribers money length longevity raw things to do as right play content yeah. yep right yeah. like i mean we're going on 10 years and it's still kicking yeah. and what's funny is like i hear some people say like Oh, our game can last ten years. Like, what was it? League of Legends said that they think that they can last another ten years, I and it's like, so. I don't know Destiny about that. Destiny had the ten-year plan. You're Good gonna be playing Destiny <laughs> ten years from now. We'll see. Year one is kind of ending, yeah. kind of rough there. Right. Yeah. We'll we'll see how it goes, and we'll definitely be paying attention to not only Lawbreakers but other. Arena. What, what should we call this genre? Like the arena MOBA. MOBA like yes. But I mean, Lawbreakers is definitely clever. an arena shooter. I don't think there's any type yeah. of. I kind of. I, I like arena. Well, that's 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 just deathmatch. Like yeah. Right. Why can't hey. we? Like, yeah. why? Why is it a new? It's Can we just class... call it? It's not really. I mean, Battleborn is definitely something new. But I it's, think the other team, two I mean, are. Team Fortress of... is the same yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. like the, the genre exists. Yeah. Team Fortress has deathmatch, but Team Fortress is also all mostly. Uh, but all what I'm getting based. is, I think those games are also, if you know, Cliffy B always does. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's Counter Strike then? Like, it's an arena. Yeah, it's a. Oh, I, I, mean, I think arena, the correct term yeah. is it's a competitive shooter, first-person shooter, yeah. right. team-based shooter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, um, we'll definitely be paying attention to all these games when it comes when they come out. Um, I I like that. There is a new like like a subgenre coming out of the MOBA scene, but <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be interesting. Mm. Like it's all about execution, who can it right? And right now I kinda like the way Overwatch is executed. Yeah, I think it. that it's gonna come um, down to the gameplay modes and the mm-hmm. 
the the unique aspect to each game. Like if yeah. this 3D combat really takes off, like that's what they fixate on. This is what makes our game unique. Maybe that'll be enough to draw a certain crowd, right? Yep. Right. All right. So, um, great talk on that. Let's go to the final results of our summer movie draft, which we all got obliterated on on June 13th. Luckily, I was in L.A. enjoying and getting drunk, so I didn't get to see all the destruction that Curtis was putting on. So, Curtis, we automatically know that you won. Congratulations. We all hate you for right now. Let's just go through the list, and we can just, you know, just so everybody's aware of who's in what spots. Um, at fourth place is Murph at nah. 621,248,000. Um, I blame Mad it. Max. Uh, I actually don't blame Mad Max for you at all. I think it, Fantastic Four is the reason that you did not make it through. Oh. Because the one Marvel movie that Clegg didn't because own. Let me, let me explain. Rightly the difference so. between you and the next person was $86 million. Okay. Your Which other is movie, a good movie. Which wait did you just say that? No, no, no. Just the eighty-six million is a good movie. Is a good movie. Yeah, is a good. Okay. Oh, so, I thought you said oh, that Fantastic Four was no, a good no, movie, no, no, no. and really, then we're gonna be like, whoa! Really much what you needed is another is another hit, and you would. Do you have Do you have the breakdown on how much I paid uh, for Fantastic Four? Yes, you paid fifteen for Fantastic Four and made fifty-two point seven million. Okay. The how much equivalent Max- is. Mad Max made 153 million, and okay. you paid 20 points for it. That was actually a really good. That's really expenditure good. Okay, yeah. For That's you, your hurt one was you had Pixels, which only did 70 million, and Fantastic Four, which only did 52.7 million. Well, I think I, I only paid. Pixels did more than Fantastic Four. It's also what been out longer. The Smurf. That's that's mm-hmm. basically... okay. I'll give and you that. It's international okay, market. I'll give you that one. So, I'll give you that one, Jeff. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. So next up. At third place is Clegg with seven hundred and eight point two million. Um, Clegg, your biggest weakness was you had three movies. Yeah, they were all solid though, right? Uh, yeah, they, you had an okay ones. Um, Ted two did not do as well as you expected. How much did that one end up doing? That one did eighty one point two million. Oh yeah, not as nearly as. How much not, did you pay for that? You paid twenty for that. Ooh. Mm. So, so Murph kind of won in that one with right, twenty. Sure. Correct. For instance. So, I mean, that really hurts you. Um, again, th- what really hurts you is you spent 62 points on Avengers, which did nice. do the second best of any movie, doing $457.7 million. Which is about 60 or 70% of what I was hoping it would do. I was expecting right. it to do better than the first Avengers in it. Well, I mean, and you would have probably done really well if Jurassic World didn't destroy it. If that wasn't a thing. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. And so, between you and the next person, the difference is ninety point eight million for reference. Okay, it's a good and, again, like a good movie. Yeah, good. exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like between the three of you, there's not like one or two more hits, and you would have had. Oh right. So our bonuses might come into play here. Well, I need to know what they are because you didn't tell me. So I yeah, just I have it. random I'll, stats. I'll find it. I'll find it. It's in the Facebook. Okay. It's the the best ratio. Okay, I have that. The lowest okay, rated. Um, the lowest grossing. Okay, I have that. And, and highest grossing, right? Highest rated and highest grossing. Those are the ones I have. 
Wait, is it the highest I, grossing? I have like the highest that... rating, highest grossing. I can just read those off. Anyways, so Chase, your biggest weakness... Actually, you didn't have many weaknesses. Um, Magic Mike did not do as well as you thought it would, and that hurt you really. Darn you, horny 40-year-olds! Um, the question I have about Chase is, so I remember then I gave him the choice between, I think, Pixels and... Magic Mike. And Magic Mike. Mike. Magic Mike did worse than Pixels. Woo! Correct choice. But Dang it! By five million. Okay. So, uh, minimal, and he actually paid less for Magic Mike yeah. than you paid for... So, I, I mean, yeah. and for reference, the two kids' movies, Minions did worse than Inside Out by 20 really? million. Mm. Just really? Just for Inside Out was really good. So, oh, yeah, they were both fantastic, but I didn't, I thought Minions was so much more, did so much more business, probably well, international, maybe. Probably Correct. It was much but more. We don't count international in these numbers. No, we're not we're counting international. domestic numbers. Right. So, for yeah. reference, I forgot to do this with you, Murph, so I'm just going to do it really quick. Your best grossing movie was Inside Out. Your worst grossing movie was Fantastic Four. Inside Out pulled you three, $344.5 million. Cool. So, just for reference, Chase, your highest grossing movie was Minions with $324.7 million, and your worst grossing was Aloha with $21 million. <laughs> Man, Aloha! And Clegg, we already kind of briefly spoke right. on yours. Avengers was it? I can think of a horrible joke. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut about Aloha. 457.7 million, and your lowest was Ted with 81.2. Yeah. Okay. So the well, difference. So, hold on. The, the, I found the three categories, and so the lowest rated and the lowest yep. grossing, yep. and the most efficient bid. Yep. I have all of those. Oh, that's I it. have yeah. one more just because it's funny. Um. um I hate no, it. I actually have two more just because I have a couple more, and okay. we don't have to get points out for them, but it's not a big deal. They're just right. kind of funny. Right. Uh, oh, okay. Um, between second and first place was $392 million. God. Oof. My God. Oof. I can't believe I got that close. So, like, I thought it was going to be at least $500 my, uh, mil. Top grossing movie was Jurassic World with $642.9 million. And my, I had part of that movie. That one did pretty well, didn't it? And my... It's about it like a, dinosaurs or something. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. it's about a, it's about uh, the guy, the office. Yeah. The, <laughs> at lowest the lowest grossing Pratt. Was Hot what? Pursuit at thirty four point five million. Oh, how much did you pay for that one? I paid five for that one. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the categories, the most efficient, San Andreas. For every dollar I spent, I got thirty million. Thirty point oh, yeah, eight yeah, yeah. million. For wow. instance, San Andreas I was, I didn't see that one made $154.2 million, mm-hmm. and I paid 5 for it. $5 for it. Wow. Okay. Mm. There the you go. worst movie okay, of the summer was Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. What? Knew it! What? By one point. No! Hot Pursuit. <laughs> I had it tied, and, and Fantastic Four would have won last week if we but did it last week. Because it was at changed. 8% apiece. And then 21% of audiences liked Fantastic Four, and 37% of audience liked Hot Pursuit. So it would have wow. won this last week. Wow. But it changed between last so week and this week. Wow. More. <laughs> so the highest rated movie of the summer was Mad Max Fury Road. Uh-huh. 98% nice. rating. Amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, Go freaking see! Oh yeah, in fact, I think it's available. It is available on Steam and on DVD and Blu-ray now. Yeah. So yeah, go to your Steam, red box. Weird. Go to online vendor. Go watch it. 
Um, yeah, the definitely. The lowest grossing movie is Aloha with 21.0 million. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Things are coming up, Millhouse! Yeah. So, so let's talk about um, the system, guys. The We had three of these bonus categories, Curtis, you added a fourth, and we had them rated at 25 million a pop. That seems like not enough to really make a difference. It could make a huge difference if it, if we took out some of these heavier hitters. So so let's just say, Curtis, you, let's say Jurassic World somehow just made the exact same amount as Avengers. Yes. Sure. Let me take gap? a look. Let me take. Let me change the number here. I'm just going to copy and paste. Actually, hold on a second. I'm I'm wondering if we should change for next time the, yeah, maybe, the maybe value of offline. those bonus categories. Oh, for sure. reference. If it had made the same, I still would have been two hundred and six million over the okay, rest. Okay, so yeah, maybe maybe we need to we need to tweak and adjust. But sure, sure. But this I would think... be we should make adjustments for the winter movie draft if we're going to do that. That'd be fun. The issue is we did not predict Jurassic World. No, there's that always some issue. weird no. movie, right? Is well, I mean, and here's the thing, guys. That, no, that We've was a movie. Star Wars. Okay. Yes. Right. But what else is coming behemoth. out of this? I mean, we'd ha- I think before we do that, we would have to sit down and say, okay. Which of these movies are we wanting to omit? And I think some like the difficult part is we have to omit Star Wars because whoever gets that is probably right. going to win. But we either need to omit like, it or we're going to do a system in which we can all incorporate it to some extent. Now, let's let's like, this is this is fantastic podcasting. So let's, but let's 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 take it offline. Sure. Yes, I agree. So in yeah. short, that is our summer movie draft. Thank you. Good job, Curtis. Right. Yes. Excellent efficiency, and I will continue. If we do winter, I will continue the spreadsheet. Awesome. All right. Um, speaking of which, by the way, um, one thing I want to—I went with uh, one of my girlfriend to watch *Man from Uncle*, who drew me an adorable ferret birthday card, and then also because she loves me so much, even though I don't own one yet, uh, and a oh, Mega Man amiibo. Oh, there you go. That's cool. And so, mm. Curtis can attest to this. I lost my crap. Yeah. Like it's a good, it's a good amiibo. I immediately, I, I immediately texted him. I was like, I got a Mega Man amiibo, and I was like, I don't own an amiibo, but I don't, or I don't own a Wii U, but I don't care that's, because that's the, I that's have the it. great part about amiibos, right? They're just nice looking toys. They're just yeah, they're it's well, the same they thing are with these guys, the pop yeah, exactly. Vinyls. They're just nice. Yes, looking, right. Toys. Yep. We yeah. we in the in the Murphy household have both the pops for various like the Sesame Street ones and the mm. various video games, but we also have a couple of amiibos, even though we've yet to take them out of the box and use them. Right, because sure. they look so darn good in the box. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're they just do. good collectibles they do. for sure. Yeah, but um, we saw I watched two movies last week. I watched um Southpaw, which is good but depressing as hell. It's like. Like first ten minutes, bam, wife's dead. It's like, oh, that's that's kind of sad. He just kind of loses his mind. But um, we saw Man from Uncle last mm. night, dude. Like that's good a good movie. movie. Mm. Yeah, like it's really weird. Like hearing Army, uh, not Army, um, hearing uh, Henry Cavill as like this like suave American agent. Right, that's the Superman actor, right? Henry. Henry yeah, Cavill. he's that's yeah. Superman. Yeah, Cavill, Cavill, Cavill. I think Cavill, Cavill. Okay. But, um, super good movie. I feel like I had one more thing I wanted to mention, but... Well, speaking um, of movies, I played a game very much like a movie Hmm. called Until Dawn. Go on. Until Dawn is a, what I would call a, uh, a teen slasher flick simulator. 
Um, it's a basically uh, a horror game where you kind of you, it's kind of Walking Dead esque in the mechanics mm-hmm. that you're kind of like walking around and and you know oh use X on Y and or usually not even that basic you're kind of walking and looking at things and then something happens and then you have to make choices and the kind of the neat stuff is that you've got you know there's six teens they're trapped on a mountain in during a storm and then suddenly bad stuff starts happening mm-hmm. um but your choices really kind of dictate how the teens relate to each other mm. so like if you like so this is really early on, so it's not really a spoiler. Um, at one point, uh, the a, a girl, an ex-girlfriend, an ex-boyfriend, and the new boyfriend are there, and another character can, like, she's looking through some binoculars and she sees the the ex the two exes like hugging, and then yeah. the the new boyfriend comes up, say, hey, what's going on? And you can like either steer him away from the binoculars so he doesn't see them hugging, or you can kind of encourage uh. him to look into the binoculars. And then, then there's like sort of a later on when this like just affects how the, the X or the, you know, all three of them interact essentially because, you know, hmm. either, you know, the new boyfriend's bad at the ex-boyfriend or they're the two, you know, the two people who are now dating now are fighting or they're not fighting. And that has consequences. It's kind of sounds like a Sims game. Kind of. So except, do you, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, except, any character can die at almost any point in the story, and the story just kind of continues on. It's just that character isn't there anymore. Mm. So really quickly, mm. do you control these characters like fully, or is it kind of like a Telltale game where it's kind of... No, it's it's very much an authored experience. Okay, so, so they're yeah. on autopilot. You just Quick-time events and such a lot like of, yeah, that. Some, there's a lot of quick-time events. Um, but, I mean, all yeah, and the decisions are kind of press left, press right, or whatever, and then a lot okay. of reaction kind of stuff. Yeah, reactionary, hmm. yep. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Cool. Sounds very It's about six hours long. I think we beat it in a day because we were just like, oh, we gotta, we got to see if we survive or not. Mm-hmm. That's wow. true. Yeah. So how long is it? Like, you said about six hours? About six or? hours. Hmm. And hmm. How much it, is it's it? It's currently a full-price game. It's a okay. $60, $60 price tag. Ooh. But I mean, if you like The Walking Dead and you kind of want to see what would like the the body capture is really nice. Like mm. uh, Hayden Pat, I can never say her last name. Pat and Tara. Her, she's in it. Hmm. Um, okay. Like oh, yeah, I yeah. Know her. Like yeah, there's like there's some like re- there's some actually reasonable acting in this. I was waiting for you to say Hayden <laughs> Christensen. Like oh, we don't like <laughs> him. <laughs> Which by the way, tell me. Speaking of. Darth Vader. Is it true that Jake Lloyd's dead? What? Uh, that's young, uh, young Anakin Skywalker. Young Anakin, like young I, Anakin. I don't know. I'll have a point to this. So. Later. I didn't hear I'll, that. I'll check. I heard somebody mention. I don't know if that's internet hoax. All right. So since you said it to me, I'm gonna ask you this. Since we're not, we're not gonna do it out of ten. We're not gonna do it out of oh, five right. system. Three, Three adjectives, adjectives. <laughs> to, for this okay. game. Okay. Um. Scary, replayable. Okay. All right, and popcorn. As in, as in watchable. Popcorn. Yes, because mm-hmm. actually, my wife 
was actually doing she had to do some homework kind of stuff on the couch but she was there like the entire time and we kind of said oh what would this character do in this situation but she she never actually had control but yeah, she see, my, def- my wife likes to do yeah. that too when i played the walking dead she liked to oh just have have input into characters if she in if she likes the horror genre this is the perfect game for you too interesting now you paid full price was it worth the sixty dollars for me, yes, but I, like I have a job, like I, you know, like we we're we're dinks, so like eh. right, can't afford that. I yeah, I, would, I have yeah. a problem when I pay full price for a game and then don't get at least like fifteen twenty hours out of it. If I but, go but no one, I'm only gonna get six. I really I don't know. That's the thing. Like one playthrough was six, but I yeah. I want to play through it again. Really quickly, and here and here's where I think this game kind of differs from some of the other games. Specific, I'm gonna kind of poke fun at Order Six Eighteen Eighty Six again. Right. Is let's say you play through the game and two of the characters die, right? You're kind of in my opinion, I'd be like, oh, I wonder what happens if I could get all six of them alive. Well, maybe the next run through you get five alive, or maybe you get less the next time, and so the, the experience is a little different. Hmm. I mean, if the experience is exactly the same every playthrough, well, I don't care, but. You know, I think I think the broad strokes are roughly the same, but mm-hmm. I do think I think it does affect the story. Like if you get different character stories out of it, it might be worthwhile. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think there's also like an ending for like each permutation of who's alive. I gotcha. Okay. So overall, yeah. you at least thumbs up. It. That's good. Um. Alrighty then. Does anybody have? Any game like what games are we all playing right now? Because I know Murph is until dawn right now. Clegg, what are you currently uh, playing? I've been doing a little bit of WoW and not much else. I've been really busy. I thought you quit well, WoW. Yeah, mostly, I'm not raiding anymore. I'm doing very, <laughs> very little WoW, and uh, that's really it. I've been really busy with non-gaming stuff, so not very interesting. But just keeping me out of the game for a while. Uh, I actually over my. Absence bought Monster Hunter 4 Ooh. on my DS, and I'm really oh, enjoying that. Yeah. Um, I'm playing with my wife, and I always play melee characters. These guys, the guys I've played with, always know whenever it's any type of RPG, I'm always melee, melee, melee. And this time, I picked yeah. up a bow, and something about it just kind of sung to me immediately, and I've been playing bow ever since, and it's a huge blast. Um, Clegg and I talked about it a little bit. It's very um, grindy, but it I don't know. There's just something about getting that super excellent extra bow that has, you know, bug wings on it or something, and then I, I like it. I think it's a great game. So, I, I want to know about, in this Monster Hunter, I know that, like, I mm-hmm. always see crazy costumes. Yes. Whenever I see that. Is, how customizable is that? I don't know. I'm still very early in the game. From what I understand, there are customization slots on armor, so depending on how high up the armor is, you can get new customization. This is actually my first Monster Hunter, so I'm not very familiar with it. I can tell you that um, what I really like about the game is you start out and you start with one of each weapon type. So basically, you can sit there and kind of mix and match and figure out which is the best one to your play style. Right. Okay. And which, is, which, um, which was the one part of the game I did enjoy. I've played two Monster Hunters now. Yeah. Didn't really get into either one of them. What I like the most is is that you can do like ten different 
uh, swing I think styles. In this with one, weapons. there's 13 different weapons. Which is cool. So someone with like a sword that. and shield plays very yeah. differently from someone with a, so, yeah. an axe sword. Right? Correct. And they all have very different attack animations, speeds that you can move. Sorry, Murphy, you were going to say something? No, I was going to. Basically, wait, I was going to ask this. Um, and they all play very different. Everybody has a different style. For instance, my wife, who also bought the game, likes very dagger fast style. Where for a while I was playing just kind of a heavy gunner role. I would kind of sit in the back and I dodge out of the way of things. Um, and both of them are very playable. And that's what's kind of nice about it is um, you can play it solo, you can play it multiplayer. Um, and when you kill one of those big monsters, you feel like Dark Souls good. Because those things can be. Sometimes it take like my first monster I killed took about an hour to kill, and I was it's, chasing this it's thing very around. Much in the Souls realm of learning yeah. to put their telegraphs because they have a move set, and if you can nail down what the animation exactly is coming up next, you'll know which way to dodge. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember watching like Game Grumps had a series yes. on Monster Hunter called Honey Monsters, and it was like it was a thirty minute show, and it's like. They were all just fighting one monster, and it's like, holy crap, like, this is... Yeah. Like, if if I die, it's like, you know what? I don't even feel like dealing with another hour. Like, I'm done. Like, it sounds... <laughs> but the, it sounds the best exhausting. part about that is, if you do die, the monster's still at the same HP. So you can just run back out okay. and go after it again. Hmm. If you have it tagged properly and everything. For me... Uh, my wife and I were fighting this one monster, and then another freaking giant monster showed up and started fighting the monster I was fighting and us. And so it ended up being this really chaotic, very different, ex- very organic experience because these monsters kind of go around this world and huh. kind of. So yeah. it's very interesting. This sound, game sounds great if it didn't have all that grindy stuff. Yeah, that's what I was yes. going to reiterate. It's very grindy. It is. There is no story in this game. You can pretty much that's guarantee. Fine. That there's no story, <laughs> but what does nail it is if you can get into the kind of, I don't know, like if you ever got into WoW crafting, I find it very much akin to WoW crafting, to getting in that better item, that one-up, that bug bow that shoots, you know, giant missile somewhere or whatever you want to go with. Yeah, I, I just I just want, I want a, like a boss, I want a Shadows of Colossus style boss rush, rush game, but... Apparently, that, you got to grind to have play that game. Yes, very much. So, so I'm not going to play that game because no, I don't have the time. It's a, and it's also on the 3DS. Well, well, I got a 3DS. Yeah. Well, that's how you guys were playing together. I was going to say, yes. did you guys buy a Wii? Because is yeah. the new one only on 3DS? Ooh, I don't know. I think there was one that came out for the Wii. I think Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, I think. Did it come out? Came out on the Wii. I thought it came out as both, and it might have even had crossplay, which is kind of cool. I think it did, but I'm not really sure. I only had it on the 3DS, and I only know it for a 3DS game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I took a break from it, but I'm getting back into um, Tales of Symphonia Chronicles, and I forgot how much reading there is in that (laughs) game. Oh my gosh. but it's still like a lot of fun. Like I had, I remember, I reached the second boss in it, and I remember when I first played it, like in 2006, like it took me forever. And this one took me on my first try. It's like, oh, that's right, because I'm probably a lot smarter now in RPGs than I was <laughs> mm-hmm. back. Because like, I mean, see if tell me if you guys are wrong. Maybe I'm just an idiot. When you guys first did RPGs. Were you, like, the people that tried to balance out everything? It's like, I'm a warrior, but man, my intelligence is really low. I should probably boost that up some more. 
Were you like that, or am I just no, stupid? I'm, I'm a, I, I specialize to the point of just not even sanity. Like, 100 strength. Eight two, intelligence. Two hit points. <laughs> that That's uh, actually a very common issue with uh, D&D as well, is when people look at that sheet, they will immediately say, oh, I want to be good at everything. Right. right. It's, it's, it's a very... Happen. It's a very common yeah. issue, and you have to be like, no, you gotta, you know. But yeah, when I first did that, I did the same thing. Everything had to be twelve yeah. or whatever I could get. <laughs> right. Let's... Yeah, like I remember just playing Gauntlet, and it's like I need to get my intelligence on my knight, just like you know, higher and higher. And it's like, gosh, that took forever. Yeah. But that I happens. Mm-hmm. That is happened. One thing I wanted to also re- uh, I wanted to bring back with the Blizzard topic because I said Blizzard's doing a first person shooter, and I realized like. All the Blizzard games are very different because you have StarCraft, which is pretty, which is you know uh, RTS. You have an RPG in WarCraft. You have um, Diablo being just like a nice hack and slash. Yeah, it's an RPG, but it's like a, it's a, more of a hack and slash than anything. It's definitely to me. a different genre. Yeah, and then you know you have Here's a Storm, a MOBA, a card game with Hearthstone, mm-hmm. and now Overwatch, a first-person shooter. It's like. You see certain companies like like Gearbox, for example, has done primarily shooters, and now like you see them like dabble in everything, and I think it's kind of like a cool thing. I just realized sure. it's like Good what I'd really like to see them do is a single player story driven game, something that's not multiplayer focused. You know, hmm. I don't think that will ever happen. I I don't think hmm. that's going to either, but it would be really cool. Because they um, tell great stories. The story in StarCraft II is fantastic if you can get through the RTS. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm, that's why I don't play it, because like, Curtis and I both suck at RTS. It's like, I probably would enjoy the story. Like I'm reading up on Kerrigan because I'm playing her in Heroes. I'm like, oh, she's a very unique character. And it's like, oh, she's kind of like and, the Illidan of StarCraft. She's almost exactly like that. She's a super sad character. Okay, well, sure. <laughs> That's true. They, it doesn't fall into the tropes of characters. Yes. I mean, they, not they only just... is she good, she's badass. Yeah. <laughs> but um, they should just or... like get together and just form like. They're supposedly taking like, place. In... Wait, so like some, like some like love story that happens in the Nexus of Heroes oh, of the Storm, boy. where like Illidan's about to fight and he sees Kerrigan and he drops his war glaives oh, and this, immediately just not, falls in love. Oh, uh, yeah. It's write a novel no. month, Curtis. There's our yeah, novel. You got, a, you got another yeah. month. You got another month, but Oh, it is? You got another month. Dang it. Play that All right, work. I'll keep writing this. Um, I'll write my Kerrigan, Illidan, Phantom. I mean, Killidan. Killigan. There just you go. Just the names, and then you got the next Twilight. You could call her the Queen of Needles, oh, and the... Uh, <laughs> and what, what is Illidan's nickname? You will be unprepared! We call him Dan, How about we call swords, him Dan the Two Ill. swords, blind eyesy. We can call him Dan the Ill, and he'll have two, um, hmm, I don't know, what should he have? Two Wolverine sites. claws. Oh, um, now he's just Wolverine. Yeah, now he's, Wol- yeah. I'm trying, guys, give me a break. Look, I demand excellence in my Kerrigan Illidan. Okay, fine. So, instead of that, he has... And by the way, on. that's also Fifty Shades of Grey, not Twilight, that's okay. where it came from. Cool. We'll yeah. say he has fanfic uh, thing. We can go with the spike chain. How about that? Or would we find spike chain uh-huh. to be acceptable? Uh, you know what? I typed in Kerrigan Illidan fanfic first thing oh, in the Google. I'm, sh- I'm sure you found some stuff. Difficulty oh, level. Oh god! Heroes of the Storm fanfic. Oh god! 
right, I am going <sighs> to... Hold on, can, are you... Read, read what you are allowed to read. Which, by the way, I realized I uploaded the episode, like, a few days ago, and it's like, oh, I didn't edit it. There's only so, one in it. it. It's only one. So if you watched it and got upset... You know, screw you. It's just, it's, I can say it once uh, in a BT 13. Summary. While waiting for, waiting between battles in the Nexus, Raynor, Rhaegar, Uther, and Kerrigan. Oh, so Ellen's not here. Uh, and Kerrigan discussed an implied double meaning behind the difficulty level tooltip. Implied sexual pairings. Oh, God. wow. So, hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like that didn't have as much dramatic reading. Hold on, let me. If we've got right. time, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going to find Whoa this. Whoa there, little Zergling. Are you meaning to imply that you're hitting on my girl? Jim asked. Uh, this is awful about, already. Got a Pandaren. Oh, I'm done. You're I'm done, done already? It's good. Yeah. That I was think, a little bit... I think that's oh, all man. we need to... And that's all I have to yeah, say about like, that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that is all I have to say about. There is some deviant art. I'll say that. I don't want to oh, turn of off course, safe search. Of course, there's deviant art. Oh god. Oh. Now I'm curious. No, what's what's funny is like I read this one line and I thought it was I, I thought it was fanfic, but no, it's actually just a tooltip. Kerrigan can brutally initiate fights with her primal grasp. And I thought, like, man, this got dirty already within, like, the that Google been, search. Like, oh, wait, the, that's uh, just hero strategies. Yeah, that must have been the thing. Yep. yep. There you go. We had our fun with mm-hmm. that. Yep. <laughs> Write a novel month. <laughs> <laughs> Write a fanfic about Illidan and Look, I've heard, what is, there's a, uh, what is it? There's a, a My Little Pony slash Dark Souls uh, fanfic out there, so really nothing can surprise me. How do those two go to? Get... They, don't. they don't. They don't. What? They don't. They don't. Don't. Ask don't. Yeah, they just don't. don't. Have you heard about the forbidden fruit? Oh no, I think I don't want. It. It's a Twilight fanfic, oh. but like the grammar oh. is so oh. like the grammar and spelling is so I awful. It was a Twilight slash so what, Joe like, Biden fan. I oh, thought this was about our <laughs> vice president. <laughs> I thought it was too. I was like, oh boy, this is. But like someone read it and like he's reading it like as it's spelled and like has it written. So he mispronounces like yeah, a whole bunch of awful. words and like if there's no commas, he does not stop reading until like it has a period. Like, my girlfriend showed me that. I'm like, this is, like, like giving me such a headache right mm. now. Mm-mm-mm. So, on that note, thank you guys very much for watching. If you watched us on YouTube or listened to us via podcast, thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash that new show show. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash that new show show. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker, or you can follow the show on Twitter at that underscore game underscore show, or you can follow Murph on Twitter at Dork Knight Show. Check out my sports podcast, that sports show. Yeah, I actually made that. That's if you actually like sports. Other than that. Uh, Murph, did I forget yep, anything? Good. Clegg, did I forget yep. anything? Curtis, did I forget I anything? Alright, cool. Great job. Uh, thanks. Thank you guys very much for watching, and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.